Celtics fall to the Nets 101-93. This is the Garter Report on Celtics Blog and CLNS Radio. Celtics lose this one to the Nets. Uh, it's not not looking too hot right now. They yeah. still sit in the seventh seed. New York still sits in the second seed. We're going to look ahead to that potential matchup. But first, we're going to talk about this game. Uh, so they lose 101-93. Jimmy, the pick and roll from the Nets just ripped the Celtics apart in the second half. They're a big team. Joe Johnson kills Paul Pierce with those picks. Darren Williams, huge point guard. He used to give Rajon Rondo fits back when he was with the Jazz. Rondo couldn't guard him. Not that he's a great you know, a defender to begin with, but with size, that's Darren Williams' biggest advantage. And, and you saw it tonight. He took Avery Bradley out of the game. They didn't have an answer for him. They didn't have an answer for Joe Johnson. And then Brooke Lopez with the same thing down low. It was the same. It was the same issue. Yeah, I mean, Lopez has been showing a lot of uh, willingness to take some outside jump shots, which has really kind of stretched the offense a little bit. Even when he misses those shots, it still has an influence on the way the Celtics defend against Lopez, and that really opens things up for guys like Darren Williams to drive and score. I mean, they're a dangerous offensive team when they can stretch the floor and break sides inside. I mean, it's a tough package to defend against. Well, the big thing that was really working for them was that, so KG would be on Lopez and Bradley or Lee or whoever would be, would be on Williams, and they tried to, they would run the pick and roll. KG usually shoots out, shows really hard on those screens. Williams would usually have to backtrack. But KG was sitting under them. I think KG looks a little bit rusty. We'll talk about that in a second. But Everything is really loud right now. <laughs> but so, uh, KG would not be able to hedge over. They'd be able to run that pick and roll a lot quicker. And Brandon Bass was not coming up to stop the lane. So, Lopez was basically rolling to a wide open hoop. And a lot of that had to do with Jerry Stackhouse in the corner. But Brandon Bass, after making a lot of progress playing center while KG was out, last couple games, Jimmy, his defense in the post has not been very good. Yeah, Bass came out strong offensively, especially with that dunk over Lopez. But like you just said, you know, perfectly, I mean, he, when he's out there, he's going to do it on both ends of the court. And if there's one, you know, chink in the chain, then that's going to be the biggest issue because when one guy's not doing his job, everything just falls apart from there. I mean, the Nets are too good of a team, obviously. I mean, look at them. They're, they're, they're going to be the, what, fifth or the fourth or the fifth seed. I mean, they're, they're too good of a team to just let, you know, cheat off one guy. They're going to find him. And we saw that tonight. The Celtics were beat on a number of uh, outside shots when they collapsed down low. They dish it back off for three, and they usually got burned. Yeah. And every team they're going to face in the Eastern Conference playoffs has a power forward that can stretch the floor and shoot. So, yeah. I mean, you're not going to get any easy matchups here. Like, you've got to figure this out because you're going to play somebody that can exploit you. So, mm-hmm. they got four games left to figure it out. And uh, I did deride uh, Bass there, but Evans, let's, let's take a look at that dunk again. I mean, that was that was a beautiful play by Bass there. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Good analysis. Good I, analysis. I totally no, agree. I mean, any time you can put a guy in a poster, I mean, that, that gets the crowd pumped. Unfortunately for the Celtics, was that in the first quarter? Yeah. Yeah, it was like early on in the game, and, and that was their best quarter. So the best at eight in that quarter. How many points is that worth, getting the crowd pumped? You get like eight points no, for it's that? Worth, it's worth four. Oh, okay. So it's on the other side of the million. box score. No, right. what, I was going to say, what I was going to say was, you know, when, when, a, when a player does that, no, it's only worth two points, but it does do something to the team, to the crowd, where it, puts you, it gives you this thing called momentum. And I, don't know if, I don't know if that matters in basketball or not. I, I know that it does. doesn't. Oh, wait, it says here that the Celtics got... Yeah, right here, it says... Momentum. 37.5% three-point shooting. Yeah, he <laughs> got killed. Okay. No, but, but the point was there wasn't enough of those plays tonight. All right, well, let's, uh, let's move on to the second segment. Uh, the Celtics yes, are rusty right now. Uh, yeah. And KG especially, because he just came back. But they all look like they're playing with some rust. But let's hear what KG had to say about it after the game. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can be better. And I will be. I can be better in every part of my game. It's not just one decisive thing. 
timing is off a little bit, and I'll get that um, super inches around the basket and hurry in shots. The second half, I thought I was a lot better in motion and obviously consistent and being consistent in you know being decisive on what I want to do. Um, playing sometimes I play against myself a little bit. Um, but second half, I thought I did a better job of just settling in, taking my shot, and being more aggressive. Okay, so KG's rust is obviously a major issue. Evans, what are the big issues, though, for the Celtics Oil not. going into the playoffs? Yeah, well, it's KG's rust, and it's how that plays into the rest of the team dynamic. I mean, KG was out for two weeks, and during that time we saw Brandon Bass really blossom, offensively and defensively. We saw Jeff Green explode for 30 points a couple of times. And, and those two guys can't play the same roles they're used to with Kevin Garnett back in the mix. So now you've got four games to reintegrate KG, and KG's got to do his thing, and Jeff Green and Brandon Bass have to fill in on the, on the, you know, fill in the cracks, kind of. It's going to be kind of confusing, like who does what and like who slides into what role. Um, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. It, four games is not much time, especially when you're resting guys a lot of that time. So I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe you just don't play KG if he's an issue with the team. <laughs> no, but um, something that Stepping I having some dangerous territory <laughs> there. Yeah. I was joking, but something that I, I I asked Doc before the game, he didn't really get into it as much. Is you know the Celtics have a problem now because like you said, KG's coming back. Mm-hmm. The new lineup with Green and, and like you said, Bass's new style of play or better style of play. They have to figure out how to make it all work in four games. But Doc also wants to rest guys like KG. Yeah, that was Pierce. a good question. Yeah. So how do you balance? You know, getting these guys used to playing with one another, but also giving them the rest that they need to be effective in the postseason. It's tough. It's a tough thing to balance, and I'm not sure, Doc. Uh, you know, I'm not sure there is, is a good answer for it. I mean, I think one way yeah. or the other, you're you're hurting yourself one way or the other. And I think Doc said after the game today that you know he does want to find time to rest KG or Pierce in these next couple of games. But just remember, every time those guys aren't on the court, you know, they're not learning, you know, different styles and tendencies of their, you know, the guys that they've been with. And it's yeah. crazy, real quick, I'm going to wrap up, but it's crazy, you know, it's, we're 78 games in and these guys are still trying to figure out how to play with each other. I mean, that's that's the problem. Well, that's because the team is, the roster keeps freaking changing. It does, oh, but it, it does, but it's not so much the roster, it's just guys are changing. The same guys. I'm not, I'm not saying yeah, different guys. Exactly. The same guys are, are playing differently than they were, you know, two months ago or a month ago or... Well, I mean, in the case of Brandon Bass, he's always been the same player. He just had more opportunities to do Brandon Bass things while KG was out. Right. Mm-hmm. Green is the guy who's really changed, though. I mean, right. Green was for the better. Kind of, for the better, but, like, he, he can't do the same things when KG's on the floor. Right. And, and he, he can say that he can, but he's lying. I mean, we, we've seen this before. Like, Jeff Green... You cannot say lying on this show. It has to every professional it's athletes it's lie. It's part of their job. Yeah. It's part of my job, to call out, my job to call them out on it. So it's yeah. just part of the system. Get Liar. to it. And just trending downward, Courtney Lee and Jason Terry, those guys, yeah. they progressed yeah. over the past couple months. Forgot Jason Terry was still on this team. That, that, that's interesting. But look out, when the playoffs come, that's what everyone keeps saying, so we're going to have to wait and see. Totally. That's why they brought him in here, for the playoffs. So Something like that. He's going to either, you know, make or break it, make or break in the playoffs for him. I mean, if he goes, comes through for them in the first round and whenever, that's great. If he doesn't, then it's going to be labeled kind of a bust. Well, the thing was, the lineup that we might see against the Knicks or the Pacers, really doesn't matter who they play in the first round, is that they went with Bradley or Lee at the point, and then uh, Pierce the two, Green at the three, mm-hmm. Bass for KG5 tonight. And that was the team that was actually getting killed defensively at the beginning of the third quarter. They actually put Terry in, and Terry was running around, stopping shots all over the place, and they actually played a lot better when Terry, when uh, they played better defensively when Terry mm-hmm. came in. But I think we talked about this last show, that if you're playing the Knicks in the playoffs, you can hide somebody defensively. You can put Pierce on Jason Kidd and let him relax for a quarter. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's any matchup in the Knicks-Celtics series that's going to kill them, even with that big lineup. 
you know, you can put Jeff Green on, you know, J.R. Smith or Armand Schumpert or whoever, and he'll be fine. And you can you can kind of put Pierce off to the side and let him let him rest on defense a little bit. Okay, well, uh, let's down in done. We uh, we're gonna ball with Darren Williams tonight. I think it's a pretty unanimous decision. Swish on that one. Sure. Uh, Twenty nine points, thirteen, uh, twelve assists. Yeah, he killed. Nine it. for eighteen shooting. Great game for him. Ten Look. for ten free throws. Exactly. I mean that <laughs> great. Great free throw shooting. Can't really technically you can't go better than a hundred percent. Yeah, uh, Reggie Williams. Reggie. Reggie Williams was one for four from the free throw line. Williams. The rest of the Nets were twenty four for twenty four. Yeah, so, I mean huge. they all I made mean, free throws. And, that was big for him. Yeah, and the Celtics didn't make a single free throw in the first half because they didn't no, take they attempt one. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so this is the thing we're going to be talking about until it's actually decided. Knicks or Pacers? Evans, who do the Celtics want to see, and who are they going to see in the first half? I mean, they're going to see the Knicks, so we might as well just talk going about it. Going to see them, want to see them. We don't even need to talk about the Pacers anymore. I just think it's the Knicks the whole way through. Yeah, no, I agree. And it's going to be an interesting matchup. I mean, I was just talking about how you can you can hide Paul Pierce defensively, but who's going to step up offensively in a shootout with Carmelo Anthony? I mean, he's been on fire the last yeah. couple of months. No, he's dangerous. And you I don't said, said it before, Jeff Green. I, maybe that's not even a joke anymore. Maybe we're actually talking about that. It's at a semi-joke. That's, that's why it's a it's good a joke. joke that, yeah. It's believable, but probably not likely. The, the best comedy is tragedy. That's what they always say, right? Yeah, but the thing was, we saw Jeff Green try to defend the new Carmelo Anthony, who's basically a power forward on the block now. Yeah. It did not go very well. Yeah. Bass did a decent job, but while Bass can match up at Melo's power, couldn't keep up with the speed, no. Melo drop-stepping to the baseline, just blowing by. Melo's as good a finisher at the rim as any big man in the game. I mean, Melo's turned into an elite power forward during this winning streak. It's been amazing. I mean, watch. it's yeah. going to be Pierce and Green. Are, you know, those two guys are going to have their hands full all series. Because, it's, I mean, if, depending on how far they get, it's going to be Melo first, second round, whoever that could be. And then, then you get the Heat. So it's get, LeBron and, and yeah. you know, that whole thing. Well, you get and, Paul George and then you get LeBron in round three. <laughs> right, right, right. You get a, yeah, Paul you get a giant small forward. Yeah, right. Best case scenario, you survive two rounds of getting the crappy out right, of you, yeah, you. And can. then you get the crappy out of you by LeBron James. Right. Have fun with that. Exactly. Let's the playoffs. That's, that's what it's all about, right? conference, just get the crap beat out of you. Right, so, I mean, it's going to be, I mean, a good team. Jeff Green, the good thing about Jeff Green is, is he, you know, we're, we talk about Pierce and KG, that, well, those guys have a lot of miles, but Jeff Green, I mean, he can go 42 minutes, and, you know, he's going to be dead at the end, but... Can he? Yeah. yeah. Will he be physical for any of those 42 minutes? He's going to have to be. He doesn't have a, he doesn't have a choice, and I, I, I want to see, I want to see playoff Jeff Green. I want to see what, what that looks like. Uh, rebounding Jeff Green. And he hasn't been physical, but tonight... Reggie Evans did not get a single offensive rebound. First time since January 30th against wow. the Heat. 14 Jeff, on defense, though. He had, uh, sure, <laughs> That's okay. Obviously. But We're Reggie Evans had a lot of really good offensive rebounding looks, and I was watching I was focusing in on him. Jeff Green would fly in and box him out. Jeff Green was great defensive rebound tonight. And that proves uh, that he's he listening. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> that proves that he's listening. Maybe he boxed out. That's a lot for Jeff. It's, it's you, know, you know that that was one of the things they talked about you know, before the game was, you know, Crash, you know, don't let Evans in there for those because he's a physical guy and he's a smart guy. As Doc said before the game, mm-hmm. he just kind of knows where the ball's going to land before it lands there. So yeah. I'm, I think that that was something that Green definitely, had, probably, definitely, probably focused on, you know, coming into this one. So there are good two Celtics that have that ability, and they're both out for the season with injuries. So right. you know, <laughs> so that's going to be, and, that's, and we're talking about problems that those could have. That's obviously going to be one of them. Obviously going to be one of them. You know, a major one. Yeah. When you're playing a big team like like tonight, the Nets, I think we're one, one through five starting. I mean, Darren Williams is a huge point guard, and and you he got is. Brooke Lopez, a seven footer. I mean, like we said, Gerald Wallace. I mean, not Gerald Wallace. Yeah, Gerald Wallace and Joe Johnson. Those two guys can flip on Pierce and Green, just like Pierce mm-hmm. and Green can flip on anybody. Yeah. And Pierce has had historically 
you know, a tough time with Johnson, so it's a good matchup for the Nets. And, of course, just assuming Wallace is healthy, he hurt his ankle early That's in this true. game. Yeah. Haven't had an update on that yet, but I'm sure we'll find out something tomorrow. But it didn't look like a severe sprain, but it definitely looks like he sprained it. We'll see if he's ready yeah. to go He couldn't walk week. off the floor. He had to be carried into the locker room, yeah. so didn't look true. good at first. All right, well, uh, it's not going to look good because this video is about to end. You're going to have to wait until uh, next week, Tuesday, when the Celtics face Indiana in the season home finale before they face the Knicks, it looks like, or maybe Knicks. the Pacers With again. With Chandler. So don't listen to him. We'll see. It's the uh, So they fall 101-93 to the Nets. Uh, you can listen to this show on the CLNS Radio iTunes page. Check it out at the Celtics Blog YouTube page. And, of course, you can watch it on Celtics Blog at CLNS Radio. For Evan Clinchy, Jamie Toscano, my name is Jared Weiss. We'll see you Tuesday against Indiana. Celtics fall to the Nets 101-93. to This is the Garden Report.